We are VIC we Fellowship, are. and VIC stands for Vaccine Information Coalition. You're listening to Progressive Radio Network, the most listened-to, commercial-free, and truth radio program in the world. My name is Renee, and the title of our show is What in the Cell is Going On? We're on every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, which can be accessed live on prn.fm or later on the front page of our vacinfo.org website. We are blessed once again today to have Dr. True Ott. Welcome, Dr. True. Hello, Renee. Hello, Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to hear some recent news that you're going to tell me on the phone. I'm like, just wait for the radio show. <laughs> <laughs> So please share. <laughs> every every versus new revelation. It's, it's not it's all news, as you know. This uh, the overwhelming results of this experimental gene editing tool. It's really not a vaccine. I got to just reemphasize that it never was designed to be a vaccination. A, a gene editing messenger RNA in, injection, but I mean the the vaccine adverse effect report system, also known as VAERS, has just been overwhelmed. And one, you know, less than one percent of the actual problems are reported there, and even then it's overwhelmed. It's really that amazingly bad. Uh, just in just in my little circle um, of influence, I know of two people that that have died. After getting the, the shot, uh, mm-hmm. one, one gentleman had a, had open heart surgery a year ago, was having problems, so he was in a high risk group, of course. And his his daughter was the his, his primary caregiver. She was also in the front of the line. They got the, the shot. They passed away within three days. And on and on it goes. I can, Oh, yeah. I just got an article now. A 28-year-old physical therapist was dead two days after being injected uh, with the COVID experimental mRNA vaccine, it says. Um, Yeah, she just got married in 2018, 28 years old. And this is just one story after another. It's not, you know, of course, they're not mentioning it on MSM, mainstream media, but we, because we're in the know, we're getting this information, audience. So go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, no, that's really because what you know. The, the, I I'm telling you the the, M, the mainstream media, the MSM, is reporting on it, unfortunately, but they're twisting it into another COVID round of deaths. Mm-hmm. More because there uh, really really is not any more deaths. This is what's amazing. The the world statistic model actually showed in calendar year 2020 a total of 400,000 less deaths in 2019 calendar year. How could that be if we have this multi-million deaths of a, of a worldwide pandemic? Now, those are the numbers. So I got to tell you, just, just here in my neck of the woods, of course, the, the news organs, the mainstream media, the newspapers, the television stations, Daily, yet today, they always say this number of deaths, these many people, and and from a ten-day period in December, Renee, they reported in the mainstream media in Utah, the state of Utah where I'm calling from, had over 290 deaths from COVID 
again, people are, oh my goodness, we got to lock down, we got to stay in place, we got to, we got to wear masks. All of this is, is generated. But here's the reality: I'm, I just was recovering from total hip replacement surgery, and so I'm, I'm having a lot more time on my hands, as you know. And so I'm sitting here, okay, let me just make some phone calls. And I did. I, I contacted first of all the local daily newspaper, the big one, the Salt Lake Tribune, which is all front-page news all through these 10 days. Death toll continues to skyrocket. Infection rates begin to skyrocket. They're just over and over the top with this fear-mongering. Now, the reason why I called them is because in the same 10-day time frame where all of these 290-plus deaths, they had a grand total of nine obituaries. Now, I get that some people don't like to pay the money for obituaries. I get that. Maybe half would not do an obituary of people that died, but not less than half. And my point is there would have been at least 100 obituaries. In that case, there would have been at least nine pages of obituaries dedicated to this pandemic. It didn't happen. It wasn't happening. So I was, I was calling to find out uh, to the obituary desk where you call up. You now that you can't go in person because of COVID, you have to call them up. And I said, how, you know, my, my, a friend of mine just died of COVID. I'd like to do a, an obituary. Do you take obituaries on COVID deaths? Oh, of course we do. We'd love to have it. Okay. I said, I, I'll make it. How, what's, the, what's the cost? It gave me over the cost. I said, then why? Why haven't anybody else of these 290 deaths? Don't they write obituaries? Doesn't anybody care about these deaths? And she, she hung up on me. All right. So that's that's first step. Then I called the – I actually didn't call. I sent a, a, a message um, to Facebook to the writer of these articles, this beat reporter. And he was very kind enough to respond to me. I said, where are you getting these numbers? Where are you getting them from? And I was shocked. Then I eventually did follow through with a phone call a day later. And he was very, you know, very pro. But he, of course, he's just an employee. He just does his job. He just writes the reports based on what his editor tells him to do. And, and Renee, he admitted to me that these statistics do not even come from the Utah Department of Health and Vital Statistics. No, they come to the media organs, the, the, the newspaper, the television, etc., mm. by a central reporting algorithm data based in Atlanta called the CDC. I said, let me get this straight. You're just regurgitating what they're telling you to tell you about these statistics? He says, yes, I have no reason to doubt them. I said, I do. I have a great reason great. to doubt. Look at the lack of obituaries, sir. Mm-hmm. How do you know these are real? Oh. Unbelievable. Well, one of those. You're one of those, he said. You're one of those. I said, one of what? People that, that don't believe what they're reading in the paper? Well, you're one of those conspiracy theorists. Goodbye. Click. See, that's the mindset. Okay, but I didn't even stop there. <laughs> I says, okay, 
when you when you when you turn, you're going to get there eventually, Renee. <laughs> when you get over 60 years old, okay, uh, you and your wife are looking now at at, at your mortality, and that means how, what do we want to do with ourselves when we pass? Because especially when you have major surgery, my my sweetheart, you know who she is. She says we need to really look at getting a funeral plot and get prepaid and get planning for that. Nobody likes to think about that. You think you're going to live forever and so forth and so on. But she gave me the assignment to get some time so I can see what you think about getting a prepaid prepaid funeral plan. Okay. So I I got the, the largest mortuary chain here in north northern Utah. Uh, I called them up. They were very nice. Oh, yes, we have a great plan. And I know them with the Chamber of Commerce that I've been involved with. And they're good folks. They're, but um, they're not only in Ogden, where I live, but in Salt Lake, the big big metropolis area. They're very they're the they're the biggest one, really, uh, with the chains of of mortuaries and funeral homes. So I said, here's what I would like. What uh, what's the price for like the full the best deal, you know, your your funeral plant, your funeral plots, your you know, nice casket, all of it, what's going to cost, and they so they give me some some rundown, and then said they would email me the the cost. Now, they, it goes all the way from the from the grand, you know, uh, plan of a funeral of a full scale thing and a funeral and all of that, down to just the bare bones. Uh, just get yourself cremated, put you in a vase, and end of the story. And went from anywhere from the for husband and wife about thirty to forty grand down to you know even a couple a couple thousand or even a couple hundred if there's no bare bones, right? You following me? Yep. So I said, wow, uh, with all of these deaths, you must be really doing a grand business. You must be really in the black. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for his response. I wouldn't surprise me. He said, uh, that's really strange. We're really not doing well this year. And I, hmm. I, I said, uh, how is that? Is some, is, who's getting the bulk of your business? Obviously, there's 290-plus people, Dad, most of them in the northern Utah metropolitan area. He goes, well, it's not coming to us. Wow. I said, could I please, could you write me a letter on that? And document that for me. What would you do with that letter? He asked. I said I would disseminate it. I don't need to have your name unless you. But I wanted to have a document. He says absolutely not. I'm not going to go there. Why? I asked. And you know the answer. Because we're getting we're getting subsidy checks to not talk about this. Unbelievable. Doesn't surprise me. Well. Um, yeah, it's all about money, isn't it? So now, what we said with these real deaths happening from the jab, now the numbers are starting to be real. And here's what really is what I wanted to bring to the show and to listeners, Renee, is they're going to blame it on a mutated form. They're actually, I've heard the rhetoric already starting. They're going to call it covid 21, not COVID-19. And here is the danger. 
And here's what really makes my blood boil. They're going to blame it, of course, with the with the in media. I mean, there's so many people brainwashed. They'll believe it. They'll never tie this to vaccination-induced problems. Never. They'll never. And they're they're doing this right now. And in this this big uh, United Kingdom nursing home, the two weeks ago had like sixty some odd deaths out of the two hundred residents. And the official. UK health ministry made sure the media uh, did not ever tie this to the vaccination program, but instead said the same thing as a super carrier. They traced it to a super carrier, end quotes, air quotes, that is carrying a very new and more dangerous form of mutated SARS-CoV-2. And the sad thing is nobody's challenging that. Because why? They've been paid off large sums of money to remain silent about it. And that's what we're facing in this vaccine right. information coalition, this fellowship. We've got to tell the truth and until we are no longer able to because they censor and shut down every alternative voice of reason and truth. And that's coming, too. And this plays right into their Rockefeller playbook that we have on our front page. Phase three of their playbook says if a majority of people resist the vaccine, a weaponized virus will be released. A lot of people will die from this. It will be the survival of the fittest. It will also be the ultimate push for everyone to be vaccinated in order to return to normality. Those who have taken the vaccine will be at war with those who have who have not. It will be an anarchy anarchy from all sides. That's their agenda. Exactly. And, uh, you know, again, there is, without a doubt, um, the battle lines are being drawn in the area of religion. I, I want to just do a shout out to those. I, I put the word out this morning, my, some friends in Canada, some great friends that I've made. And I, I think you know who I'm talking about, Renee. Um, Pastor James Coates is still in prison. Pastor James Coates is uh, a pastor of a quite a large congregation, actually, in uh, Alberta. And he was arrested on the 16th of February by the Canadian authorities for, for what crime, what heinous crime? For doing exactly what we're doing right now, preaching from the pulpit, the correct role of government as opposed to, you know, he basically said, and, and I had the privilege of actually talking with, with him months ago and other pastors, mostly in Canada, believe it or not, that just kind of wanted to get a, a, for a better picture of what is really going on, you know. And I said, look, you know, here's here's what I can show you. Here's what I can tell you. Here's Here's my research you have the right to look at both sides and come come to your own conclusion and that's what they did and you know past the this pastor Coates he focused on really the role of government and that's right we really do need to focus on that does the government this is the fundamental question does any government United States or Canada or the UK whatever does any government have the right to to regulate 
what goes on in your body. Do they have the, you know, this is a fundamental basic right of our founding fathers, Renee. We, you know, we have inalienable rights of, of liberty. We decide what we do with our body, as long as it does not interfere with the rights of other people. In other words, I, I can't uh, have a big party and drive drunk and put somebody else at risk because I'm doing what I want to do with my body. That's irresponsible. There should be laws against that, and we should be protected against that. All right? But here's the issue. You cannot dictate and control and be sovereign over a virus. Think about it. Okay? What the virus does or does not do or can or cannot do inside the human body is the it's the responsibility of the individual, not the government, to regulate, oh, you must wear this face mask. You must limit social contacting. You must not have a business. Your business, they're saying, we determine which is essential and which is, which is not. We determine that a Costco or a big box store like a Walmart or what have you, that's essential. But a Christian fellowship, that's not essential, so we're going to shut you down. That's the basic issue here. You, the government, cannot determine which businesses are essential and which are not. That's the individual's right to determine. You see the issue? So, past, so Pastor Coates said, after long, I mean, we've long been agreeable to be good, good citizens, obey the government. But at this point, it's, it's, it's obvious this is not about containing a virus. We have the facts. We are not sick as a congregation. We don't need to worry about this anymore. Our God is sovereign, not the government. We determine where we come. And so he, he gave a, a February 14th, Valentine's Day Sunday, sermon on the biblical role of government. And he's exactly right. I, can't, I could not agree more with the concepts and, and precepts he put out in his sermon. And the result was arrest. Now, most Americans don't know this. This is a tragedy, Renee. They, the media is not talking about this. You mean, really, uh, an independent pastor is arrested and jailed because he put God ahead of government? My goodness. That's the fact. It's happened. He is with. He is. He is in a high security facility, held, and has not been given bail. He's in the same category as a mass murderer would be, or an armed robber, or a rapist. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But I do know a lot of a lot of people are they're not going to be able just to run over everybody. I mean, there's a lot of people that are aware of what's going on in this hoax. And a lot of people are speaking up. And like you said, the media is not going to cover it. So we're not going to hear this stuff, you know, through them. So this is why shows like this, my show, your show, all the shows that are speaking the truth um, have to continue, you know, exposing everything. It's like I just got a, a, a Facebook link from one of our supporters where 72 men or people were killed resisting gun confiscation in Massachusetts. Did you hear about that? I hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
see, here's here's what I want to kind of want to focus on in the show, if I could. The mind, the uh, Dr. James Giordano's presentation, November 23rd, to the U.S. Naval War College, entitled "Battlescape Brain," literally a psyops program where they know they know now how to make people believe and lockstep and with a mass majority. Now, follow me through with this because, yeah, you said that a lot of people are waking up, but a lot of more, I think even more people, unfortunately, are shutting down. And I've I've talked to so many people here in Utah about. Pastor Coates, and I got to tell you, the vast majority are saying, "Oh, he's probably a radical cult leader and needs to be shut down." I even had one gentleman actually that shocked me. He said, "Yeah, well, people like that need to be put into their churches, locked up with their with their cult congregants, and torched of a fire like the." I said, "You mean like what's portrayed in the movie The Patriot? You lock the people in the church and the." And the British dragoons come and torch the church. Yeah, exactly like that. And and Renee, they were they were serious. They weren't joking, and it made my blood run cold. Yeah, well, since the uh, whoever it was with the uh, Catholic uh, non-denominational Christian, whatever it was, announced that for the for the love of our neighbor, the scriptures tell us that we need to wear a mask and get the vaccine. I mean, that's what people that aren't in the dumbed-down sheeple out there, including pastors, um, most of them are being you know, promoting what these leaders are being paid, apparently financially, by the powers that be to mislead most believers in our Savior. It's insane. Well, it goes back to a, a 1984 presentation that I had the privilege of seeing in person. I was down at, in Pasadena, California, at the Freedom Forum. Uh this Yuri Brezhnev, Brezhnev was a a KGB officer of the highest order from the ex-Soviet Union who had defected and was giving these sermons uh, explaining the the fifth column of communism and how they were infiltrating and already in place in the highest levels in America. And, he, and they give four steps in his speech about how they would overcome america without even firing a shot and he didn't he, he was very very specific he says we're not talking about soviet communism it's communism across the globe whether it's whether it's chinese or any it's just totalitarianism under the guise of socialism or liberalism it doesn't matter uh, the end result is communism is communism where the power of the people is taken away here is what the four steps are. Let me give them real quickly to you. First step is demoralization. What does that mean? He says you absolutely have the churches, the pulpits, if you will, under control and have them lockstepping to a certain drummer. That's because you cause a demoralization of the, purple, the people's understanding of their basic rights from God. That's what demoralization is. Destabilization. Destabilization is where you come in and there's there's financial fears because nothing is you know there's no rock stability. People are, are afraid that that the rug may be pulled out from underneath them by again whatever reason or whatever means possible. Destabilization. Third step 
And the most important step, he said, is a crisis, and not just in America, but a crisis that will need to be worldwide in scope. He actually said in this 1984 presentation, it probably will not be nuclear war. I don't, because they don't believe that that's really an option to, to kill everything. But he says, I see it in the form of a the fear brought out by a massive death caused by a plague of some sort. That's kind right. They've been planning this for a long time. Yep. And so the final step is getting people to accept mm-hmm. the new normal. A normalization is the fourth step. And as you look at what he's presented, and you can go on. There was a great paper put out in, in uh, just this last July uh, about uh, Yuri's predictions in 1984. And as you read this, you see the destabilization is very clear with Black Lives Matter and Antifa, all of these, all of these protests. It's all part of a destabilization process. And then, of course, on the heels of the crisis, the new reset. It's all there. So the question then becomes, what's next? What happens to us that refuse this new normal and saying, no, we get you. We understand your plan. We understand the plot. Well, here is where it's really, okay, we've been talking about this for months on this show. We understand Completely. There, first of all, there is no isolated virus. What I mean by isolated, there is nothing in that proves that we have SARS-CoV-2 in anybody's blood. We thus know that this entire thing is really more of a 5G sickness rollout. It's really not going to kill you because, like I said, the the death toll worldwide and the statistics. 400 plus thousand less than last last calendar year. It's not deadly, but they got people believing it is, which is the key thing. So the end result is, if this is fictional, if this is not really in anybody's blood, because it has not been identified and validated, then what the heck do we need a vaccine for? This is really, again, this is not a vaccine in the true sense of the word. There's no attenuated viruses in the messenger RNA jab because there's nothing in the blood. There's no blood test. There's no blood test to show that you have SARS-CoV-2 in the blood to begin with. So you don't need a vaccine with it in it to begin with. You follow me? Mm -hmm. What you do is messenger RNA. Now, I'm going to give the listeners, I can't, we don't have the time to go into all the, the technical details, but look at the beginning of a process called CRISPR, C-R-I-S-P-R technology. And this was, get the, get the Chinese scientist's name. He discovered this and was able to patent it internationally from work done at MIT. And again, we find out the MIT labs that did this was all funded directly by China, red China, communist China. We find that here this... Uh, CRISPR technology, this is, done, this is 2011 when the patent was granted. CRISPR technology uses, okay, wait for it, messenger RNA, synthetically produced, mass produced 
that is guided by nanobots and lipid, lipid, nanolipid technology. And this particular messenger RNA can indeed target specific gene sections on your genome. Now, of course, Pfizer, BioNTech, and Moderna are quick to point out this will not alter your DNA. This is not designed to go into your DNA, just into your cell, into your microplasm. Uh, excuse me? Uh, messenger RNA technology is designed by its very <laughs> definition to be altering your genetics. So don't don't lie about that. I, I scream BS with capital B and S on this one, Renee. It has to be. It's very, to say that make people, whoa, this is safe and effective because it's not going to alter your genes. That's ridiculous nonsense. No, the, the, very, the, the very definition of messenger RNA is the blueprint of life. Your cellular life is your messenger RNA. So what in the world would cause people to think it's okay to have some stranger inject foreign messenger RNA to mess with your DNA? Why would you want that? Honestly, why would anybody with half a brain cell functioning still would think that's okay? It blows me away. Oh, well, I'll tell you why, Renee. They think, well, science has got this. Science is going to save me. I, I trust my white coats, the science and chemists. Oh, man, they've, they've so easily programmed my mind. I don't have to ask questions. I just have to trust these white coat scientists. The messenger RNA, I, do I have any proof of this? No, I just have logic flow. Okay, I do know one thing that came out of the Human Genome Project concluded that concluded in 2003. One thing I know as an expert on this, because I've studied this from its inception in 1990 when they began the Human Genome Project. Renee, there is a specific part of your genome they isolated and found to be what they called, and I quote, the God gene. The God gene. VMA2. VMAT2 gene, VMAT2, vesicular monoamine transporter. Why is this a God gene? Because you see, it has the wiring to control all of your frontal lobe activity where love is connected, where critical thinking is corrected, connected to, and more importantly, people's connection to deity is connected to. That's why they call it the, the, the God gene. Not a debate mm. on whether God exists or doesn't exist. No, this is hardwired. Uh, Dr. Dr. Dean Hamer's book uh, called The God Gene discusses the science of it in, in depth. And it's the subtitle to the book, The God Gene, is how faith is hardwired into our genes. Now, this VMAT2 section of your gene can easily be targeted by CRISPR gene editing messenger RNA injections. Let me repeat that. This VMAT2 can be gene edited and cut out and altered and replaced 
permanently from the human genome. Now I ask you, if you are a Bill or Melinda Gates, if you're a Ted Turner, if you're a Klaus Schwab, and you really honestly want the people to quit asking questions, to be very malleable, good little sleepy you know, slaves under your control, there is no better way to, to make them that way than to edit and to, dis, and to cut out the VMAT2 gene. Because all that you can, I'm telling you, this gene of all genes is what makes us unique thinking individuals, which elevates us above the primates. We are elevated above animals because we have this functioning VMAT2 gene which scientists like Dean Hamer have said this to me proves that we are created, not evolved. Think about that. No, hallelujah. Absolutely. So see, erase that. Now let's 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 go back on the other side of the barn, shall we? I know as a believing Christian, and I'm sure you, you are too, Renee, that, that God, Yah, Jehovah, whatever his name is, exists. We may have some differences in opinion here and there about the dogma, but we all are in agreement that there is a supreme being that we owe allegiance to, that we need to connect with on a soul level, okay, a spiritual level. I know that. I know that the more I dig into molecular biology, the more I realize the psalmist was right. We are indeed fearfully and wonderfully made. I echo that. I scream that from the rooftops. We did not evolve from some slime in a pond or some monkey, okay? We did not do that. That is not, you can't, cannot logically say that when you see the intricacies of how our cells and even our human genome has been wired. It's impossible. That's right. So I know that God lives, and I know that he, his living blueprint, his master work is our human genome. That is his master creation, his master masterpiece. Like any other master worker, I, I, I had a discussion with an engineer about this just Saturday who's really trying to convince me I'm nuts. I asked him, his name is Stephen, I said, Stephen, you've you get a patent, you get uh you, you go through three D printing, you make your project and it's for safety. He's in a involved in a in a large paramilitary uh, industry. I says, I know, because he's a smart guy with a lot of on the ball. I says, Stephen, you know you have to, to, to follow the blueprint through the all stages of the mass production, correct? He goes, of course. And if any part of that mass production in the factory line is, if, you're, if your blueprint is altered, and it makes the final product efficient and causes accidents, how would you feel 
if they if this caused accidents and you found that the reason why he was causing death and destruction is because some miscreant came in and clipped out part of your blueprint. And how would you also feel if by doing that that the investigators that came along blamed you for the problem, not the miscreants who messed up with your plans? He goes, well, that won't happen. We have too many too many safeguards. I says, you're missing my point. Hypothetically, how would you feel? He goes, I would be murderously angry. I says, how do you feel God feels when people mess with his blueprint and then blame him for the problems? He's a Christian. At least he claims to be. He had no response. I says, I says, this so-called vaccine, Stephen, is just that. You're messing with the blueprint of God. Now, why do we need it? Because he, he wanted to debate me, see, that this vaccine is safe and effective. I said, no, it's not a vaccine, first of all. Well, it is too. It is that. That's what everybody's calling it. Why are you calling it different? I said, okay, do you really want to know? I'll show you. We met for well over three and a half hours. The discussion. I don't think you still get, and I just don't think so. Because why? Who am I? You're not tied in with the university lab. He was saying this. You really have no credentials. I says, oh my goodness, Stephen, don't look at credentials. Don't look at what lab I'm tied in with. Look at my logic. Look at the science that I'm going to tell you about. And then you've got your own mind. You've got your engineering brain. You figure it out yourself. But don't come back to me when you're sick and dying from a mutation I call COVID-AIDS. This is a COVID-AIDS injection. It's not a vaccination. You're going to be given AIDS and acquired immune deficiency syndrome if you take this thing, and you will also have your VMAT2 gene altered. And, you know, may God have mercy on your soul when you have been warned of this and you don't take the warning seriously and think man and white coats know better than your creator. How dare you say you have allegiance to your God when you don't have faith and trust that he's sovereign over a stupid little virus? You know, I, I'm telling you, I don't know if he will take it seriously. Uh, all this morning he's been texting me all the proofs from Moderna's website right, about how safe and effective this is. I said, don't take Moderna's <laughs> website information. <laughs> I mean, do you realize Moderna was, you know, Cambridge, Massachusetts was made. Moderna modified RNA is what their name is. Moderna modifying RNA and their whole basis, all of their funding is to have messenger RNA go in to fight cancer cells. They, they developed a prophylactic to, to stop cancer from forming. That's Moderna's research. He goes, well, that's a good thing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Messenger RNA, Stephen, mm-hmm. is God's messengers, not man's. All right, there's a reason why people have cancer, and it's not because you have a genetic problem. You have a deficiency in your food. You're toxic. And you know, Renee, your your late husband, Gary, I mean, 
What in the cell is going on? All disease because is caused by what? You know the answer to that. Compounding toxins and compounding insufficiencies. Too Bingo. many toxins starting from the vaccinations, then what you eat, you breathe, you drink on top of it. Bingo. You get the cupital. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. What in the cell is going on, that is what is in the cell. And the inside of the cell is the miracle. Your D, your DNA, your, your genome. I mean, it, it took 13 years from 1990 to 2003 to finally finish the genome mapping. Why? Because it's so complex. Billions of base pair connections. And the, the information inside of those base pairs needed to be unraveled. It's like literally cataloging and getting Dewey Decimal cards for every library book in the entire world. It's even more complex than that. Do you realize that? The amount of information stored in your genome is more complex than all the library books and all the libraries in the entire world? And you can say that we're not created by an incredible engineer god? Wow. I, it, it blows my mind that people just don't see the, the beauty and the, and the complexity. They're just so dumbed down out there. I mean, Miriam and I are just blown away seeing how people just walking through a parking lot by themselves are wearing one and two face diapers. I mean, it's just everybody is so dumbed down who don't have eyes to see. I mean, like you said, the Moderna, you know, the RNA and the name. And then also, you know, the COVID. I mean, the, the word COVID is, you know, certification of vaccine identification. I mean, it's just so transparent. And unless you, you know, are able to realize that, you know, our creator, this battle's too big for us. This is our creator's battle. Rachel did an amazing job last week. If any listeners haven't heard last week's show, it's on the website already. She tied it all into scripture, how it's totally of the enemy. I mean, she did uh, an amazing job. She was almost as good as Brother Brandon tying it into scripture. Um, but anyway, uh, it, it's just mind-blowing to me how people can't see what's happening. And back to what I mentioned before about the gun confiscation, this is huge. It ties into what we're saying because they're going to eventually have to take our guns away. I've been saying this forever, that we can't have power having a gun. So they're going to have, they're going to be taking, they're going to confiscate our, our guns. And they've, it's already started last week in Massachusetts where they fought and they had them taken away. So that's coming next. And, and, you know, we, we have no choice but to get extremely intimate with our creator right now. Because, like I said, this is his battle. The victory has already been won. Hallelujah. And uh, it's going to be won again. And, uh, you know, I'm just encouraging everyone to start reading the word, reading the Bible, reading his inspired word to open your eyes. Read the book of Revelation. Um, so you can see that we're walking through it right now. I mean, it's very, very clear. And uh, anyway, I, I just wanted to, um, you know, just just it just blows our mind how dumbed down people are. It just blows our mind how they're just a bunch of sheep walking around. Yeah, just uh, we've tried our best to warn people on all the times I've been on the show with you, and all the people that I've talked to worldwide on my radio show as well. Um, can we can we save anybody? Really, it's not us 
to save. People have to save themselves through a faith and relationship with their God. That's who saves people. God does. We don't. But we can just give information out to folks, uh, Renee, and, and let them make the decision. Hosea chapter 4, verse 6, you want to go scriptures? I can do that, I, hmm? you know, to tie it in. My people perish for what lack of knowledge. Of knowledge. Yep. It's ignorance. Yep. It's ignorance is key. And so many of these dumbed-down pastors are saying, you don't need to worry about that. Just trust the church. Trust me. I am your, your liaison. I, this one pastor that I had it out with, um, you know who I'm talking about. I won't give names out. Mm-hmm. Uh, since when, you know, you're just like James Jones with Jim, with Guyana. You're not letting people make their own decisions. Well, there's too much conspiracy theories out there, and people quit, got to quit looking at these conspiracy nonsensical things and rely on the government. The government's not their enemy. They're protecting us. I says, oh, my goodness. The government doesn't want you believing in Jesus Christ. They don't because that loses, they lose control over you that way, especially a progressive, so-called progressive government doesn't want you to. In fact, they're looking at white nationalist Christians as being public enemy number one now. And if that doesn't say enough, you talk about the coming after guns, that's just a part of it starting. They come after white nationalist Christian pastors who are awake. And those are, there's so few of us. I say us because I am a pastor. I am a licensed minister. I don't advertise that, but I am. Because, you know, what I, what I do in my counseling is, again, teaching people how to be well and healthy based on scriptures. And I know that's where you fit in, Renee, as well. You know, we have one master physician, one master healer, and that's Yeshua, Jesus of Nazareth. And he is the only one we should look to, period, end of story. When I say that to people, say, are you saying you're Jesus Christ? No. No, I'm saying I'm his disciple, and I understand how he heals. It's energy. That's right. it's, we call our it's we call ourselves um, wellness ministers for the Creator of the universe. There's only one master physician, like you said, like a broken arm or a cut in the finger. The body knows what to do. Uh, so by cleaning up the cells and given the insufficiencies of lack of nutrition, lack of minerals, lack of vitamins, all the stuff that our cells need, um, that's where all these things happen. And you know, we 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 have to my, by no means take this COVID injection. I mean, this COVID injection is way, way more than what I've been teaching for 20 years now in honor of my baby girl, that vaccines belong in the garbage can because of everything that is involved in that. And that's kind of what Rachel focused on last last week was more just the overall agenda of the enemy through vaccinations. We touched on COVID, but we definitely covered the satanic meaning and, and ritual and everything behind vaccines in general. But, um, but uh, you know, this COVID injection, like you said, is not even a vaccine. I mean, this is literally way beyond just the heavy metals and the witch's brew, I call it, that they inject right into our bloodstream, you know, within three hours of birth. But it's also, it, it, it's going to be changing our genetic makeup, removing our connection to our creator. I mean, that's huge to not have faith in these end times. I mean, the enemy can just take over, literally. Um, if you don't have a connection, I mean, it's like, it's going to be like literally if you, if anybody in the audience has an iPhone or an iPad or whatever, any type of, you know, that thing, just ask, or just say to it, you know, Siri, I love you. 
and see what it says to you. <laughs> it can't even recognize the emotion of love, which is all about our creator. That's the people. This is going to be the people that we're going to be dealing with in the future. I'm already dealing with them now. It's blowing my mind how just last night I spoke to a gentleman and I said, we work for our creator. And he said, creator. And I'm like, yeah, the one that created us. He said, who is our creator? I mean, I mean, already people that are taking this, this jab, this poison, this COVID injection that literally is changing their genetic makeup and, and taking out their God gene, the VMAT too, like you said. I mean, so, you know, they, they would have to, like I've always said, put a bullet between my eyeballs before they put a needle in my arm. So it's going to be definitely a battle. Um, it's exciting times, I believe, because I know the word and I know the outcome. Hallelujah. And uh, to me, it's extremely exciting times. And I've said that to a couple of big, big, uh, big wigs in the anti-vaccine movement. And they completely eliminated me from everything oh. because of it. But I could care less. This is this yeah, is Matthew, this is the time we're in right now. Matthew twenty four twelve is this pretty much sums it up. And he's talking this is Jesus talking, red letters in the Bible, right? It's it's his words, not mine. He says, In this time of great tribulation which is coming, because iniquity shall abound, what? The love of many shall wax exceedingly cold. Not just Still cold. I mean, it, it goes away. Now, again, the the VMAT2, vesicular monoamine transport gene, is what regulates the the chemicals that are produced in the in the body itself and transports them to the gene, to the to the brain, the frontal lobes of the brain. That's what fires the brain to to have even registering love. Love is an emotion. Love is not something that you can buy in a bottle. Love is an emotion, and it's generated by the VMAT2 reaction to higher power, God. That's where love comes from, folks. Now, listen to me very carefully. How can you make the blood, the love of many, wax cold? Simple. Cut out the VMAT2 gene, and you ain't got no love. Your love is, go is going to be replaced by nothing but impulses in what's called your basal ganglia, your reptilian brain. Yeah, yeah, folks, you have a reptilian brain called the basal ganglia. The reptilian brain is where all of your base emotions are, and your fight, your fleeing, your fear-based emotions, me first, me, me, me. It's where all narcissistic personalities reside. It's the worst part of the human genome. The human brain that functions there is one that is devoid of love, end of story. Mm -hmm. The opposite is hate is what's in it for me. I'm going to take from you. That's hating. And that's what I see happening with this mRNA. I, I've researched this since it came out. I was warned by this from people in, in, a, in very high research labs of what certain individuals that are billionaires and so miscreant controllers have been trying to accomplish since the year 2005. I know this, folks. It's a warning. I'm telling you, this is the ultimate end game for this mRNA series of jabs. And it can't get, Renee, I just can't say it enough. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not designed to, okay? 
you if you survive the anaphylactic part of this, if being injected with the potassium chloride, if that doesn't kill you, and the polyethylene glycol doesn't cause an anaphylactic result, but causes you to have an immune, you know, hyperimmune response, if that doesn't kill you, well, in six months to a year, your VMAT2 will be cut out, and you just won't have the ability to love or reason completely. It is mind control. Dr. James Giordano, Battlescape mm-hmm. Brain, he warned that warns, he came out on November 23rd and declared this in his Battlescape Brain presentation to the U.S. Mm-hmm. Naval War College. That's okay? right. It's, it's there, folks. That's right. We're running out of time now, Dr. True. Thank you for sharing all your information with us, and just thank you for doing all that you do. Um, we love you. And um, any final words before I say the closing statement? Yeah, just understand and share this with, with everybody that you can listen, that will listen to reason anymore. Those people are getting fewer and farther between. I'm telling you, the love of many is starting to wax cold, and we have to try to do what we can to stop that trend. Thanks for having me on the air, Renee. God bless you, dear. You're very welcome. And then also the weather, believe it or not, um, it's also controlled. Uh, geoengineering, HARP, it used to be called. But anyway, long short, they're going to blame this on our creator. So this is another part of the falling away. Um, the falling away of many believers are going to wax and grow rich. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy the time that we're in. But it's at the same time, it's exciting. And we do encourage um, anyone that wants to get their faith, you know, uh, increased to, you know, for sure, get into our creator's inspired word, break it down, get yourself a concordance, break it down from Greek to the original Hebrew. Um, our support link gives you a good beginning starter there um, on, on breaking it down to that original Hebrew. Um, but, uh, when you, when you have faith that can move mountains, like we have, they have nothing that can stop us because when he's with us, who can be against us? Hallelujah. So I don't want this to be a discouraging message. I want this to be an encouraging message, people. So please read the book, read the book yourself. Call us for questions. We're here for you. We love you. Yahuwah bless you. You're listening to Vic Fellowship, and our shows can be accessed on the front page of our vacinfo.org website on the belly of a little boy flexing his muscles. We're on every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern. Our contact number is 800-939-8227. We thank Progressive Radio Network for allowing us to give you this uncompromised truth, and yeah, bless.